from the creators of the Consolation Project. This is Keeping Up with Christianity. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Keeping Up with Christianity. My name is Alroy and I'll be your host for this episode. Now, the last week I pretty much gave an intro as to what to expect from this channel. I mean, already listening to it, I noticed so many mistakes that I made. But I guess that's the beauty of learning. I'm trying to get over that perfectionist tendency as I was telling you about and actually get started doing something. So I hope that as I go, I improve in the way I do things and say things and I produce an even better podcast. Now, last week we're dealing with the intro And I made it clear that I was Christian, I am Seventh-day Adventist, but I have been looking at Christianity and I see that for all of us, no matter what denomination we're from, there is a big problem in the Christian world. We're not relevant today. I highlighted apostolic faith. Um, I think the error I made there, maybe some people might think that I'm saying the apostolic faith is wrong. By apostolic faith, I mean the faith of um, our Uh, brothers and sisters that have passed, Paul and the disciples, they were relevant to their time. The way they did everything was relevant to their time then. And I'm not saying that apostolic faith is bad. I feel that we can practice primitive godliness, even apostolic faith in the world today, but in a way that is relevant to us. A lot of us... um, see things differently and we have different needs and different likes and the world is pretty much going through different things now and it's up to us as Christians to sort of make the gospel relevant. It's always will be relevant. God gave us this word from now till the end of time, but it has to be studied and and sort of drafted in a way that would be appealing to the people out there, to the youth, to the adults, to the families. But anyway, that is not the topic for today. Today, we're actually going to the root of the word. What is Christianity? And I felt very incapable of describing this topic because it's such a broad topic and the word itself has developed from the when it was first used, at least when we first find it used in the Bible, to now. And not only was it used in the Bible, I mean, a lot of people like to say Christianity was first used in the book of Acts, starting from chapter 11. But we don't realize that a lot of people were writing things then outside of the Bible that could have shown what Christianity was used for. So we're going to look at what Christianity meant and what it means today. I think the conclusion I want us to come up with at the end of the day is to understand that at the end of the day, Christianity is a term that means different things to different people. I feel it should mean one thing, but at the end of the day, Christ should be the center. Christianity should always be about living Christ-like, and that's pretty much how the world understands it. So we're going to go into a couple of things and see what we find from Wikipedia, and other writers about this term Christianity. I'm going to give you guys a testimony of my life, how I came to be Christian and what Christianity means to me. And we're going to come through some conclusions and then we'll call it a day. Okay, so first of all, if you Google the word Christian or Christianity in Wikipedia, you get a wide range of ideas. You get so much information. 
And I believe as Christians, as the Bible says, we are supposed to study to show ourselves approved. That means read everything. And as the Bible says as well, discern the spirits, pick out the good from the bad. And of course, you need God's wisdom to show you that. So I suggest before you get into any deep study, especially in the Bible, you pray. I mean, Peter says in one of his books that when people read the words of Paul, the people that are not learned and unstable twist his words to their destruction. And I don't want to get to that sort of t- uh, study here. I want us to study to know better who we are. So I did my research and I said my prayers and I believe that God has led me to some interesting things to understand who I am as a Christian and what the word means. Whatever you take from it and whatever you decide, it is your personal walk with God. So Wikipedia, the first thing I came across, it says that a Christian is a person who adheres to Christianity. So we know that if you are a Christian, then you have to adhere to something called Christianity. And it says that this Christianity thing is an Abrahamic monotheistic religion based on the life and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Now, I think that's pretty accurate. I'm not sure about this Abrahamic monotheistic. Monotheistic simply means one God. So yes, that is what Christianity is all about. The Abrahamic, um, I'm not so sure because I mean, I believe Christianity has been there even before Abraham. But what I do agree with is it has to do with following the teachings and the life of Jesus Christ. That is what Christianity means to me. But there's also a couple of awesome things that we find about Christianity. And some writers, like if you read Wikipedia, it says a lot of people have different interpretations of what Christianity means. But what people do agree on is that Christianity is used to describe anything associated with goodness and all that is noble and Christ-like. And I feel that's how the world uses it today. If you're a Christian or if you're using the term Christianity, we're basically using it to describe all the good stuff. And when you're not Christian, we're using it to describe all the bad stuff. Is that accurate? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like you do get some bad Christians and I don't think they should call themselves Christians because that's not being Christ-like. But at the same time, I don't think Christians should be given a hard time because they're also human. But I believe in the world you're either totally good or totally bad. And if you're totally bad, like decided that Christianity is not for you, then you're not Christian and, well, you just decide to be bad. And if you're good, which is everything righteous and peaceful, then all that implies you are Christian. But again, these lines are are very, because the world sort of likes to put things in subjective circles. I think religion or Christianity should be objective. It should be straightforward. There is right, there is wrong. The Bible stands up for itself and claims that I am right. And then the world gives its own ideas. So using the Bible as a reference, then what God says is good is good and what God says is bad is bad. That's that's my argument. But I don't want us to go outside of this because we can end up talking about other things. But basically what I'm saying is that we do agree, at least most of us, that Christianity is known for goodness. Normally when people are describing Christians, there's these holy people. Um, and then non-Christians are these worldly people. So let's leave it there for now. I'm sure this can be a discussion later, but look, we'll we'll deal with that later. So the first time you hear the word 
Christian in the Bible is in the book of Acts chapter 11. Verse 26, but you know what? Read the whole chapter. And in Acts chapter 11, basically when they tell us that's when it was first used, when Paul and Barnabas were speaking to uh, the church in Antioch, they were there for about a year, and the Bible says that's where they were first called Christians. Now, there's something quite interesting. There's this website I bumped into by, it's well, it's called Wildfire, and the person who writes is called Rev Wildfire. And he brings up something pretty interesting about Christianity. He's like, okay, so if Christianity was called Christianity, or I mean Christians were called Christians first first in Antioch, why were they not called that prior? Because the church was in Jerusalem before Antioch. And he gives these interesting arguments that I I sort of agree with. He says that because Jerusalem was still stuck in their ways and Judaism, Christians weren't called Christians then. They were called Jews or they had, and, and they were actually called Nazarenes. Like if you read up in Hebrew, Christianity was known as, um, they used Nazara or uh, or Nazareth to describe Christ's where Christ was born. So for it to be transitioned into Christianity when it was in Antioch, it makes us think, why could they not be called that before? But there's a lot of things that we'll find out about that. So anyway, Acts 11, 26. Again, you'll find in Acts 26, verse 28, the King Herod Agrippa is talking to Paul and is like, you almost convinced me to be a Christian. When, when I read that, it does sort of go with the arguments that other people have that it was a derogative term because the way he says it's like, you almost convinced me to be a Christian. But again, that's for more study, but we're going to get into that later. You know, sometimes I can ramble and really go off topic sometimes, and I'm trying not to do that now. Remember, we're trying to keep these under 30 minutes, and I'm already on 10. The other place you find it is in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 16. Now, Here, Paul actually uses the word in a way that he sort of acknowledges, he sort of endorses it, and he's like, if anyone suffer as a Christian. Now, this guy called Richard Anthony, he's got this website. um, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. He says that as does not mean you are. So it's like you are saying that Paul was saying, if you suffer as a Christian, like you're not a Christian, but what those people that are called Christians or what they perceive the world perceives to be Christian, if you're suffering for that, then receive it with all joy. Uh, that's, again, something to research about, and um, maybe it's a, it's another debate again. But all I'm trying to show you is that this Christianity or this Christian word started somewhere in history. And you don't only find it in the Bible. Christianity is something that you find in other books written by historians of old. Now, another thing I want us to note is, like, when you study Wikipedia, it does tell us that Christians were called Christians in Antioch first. And Antioch was known to give people nicknames. It was like something they did. They were known to be, uh, to like ridiculing or to give people nicknames based on how they acted or what they did. So they were called Christians. Now, a lot of people argue about the word Christian. What does it mean? But a lot of people say that it comes from the Greek word. It's, it's called Koine Greek. 
called Christos, which means follower of Christ. I'm like, I'm good with that, you know. But a lot of people sort of say it could mean something else. I don't know. Um, but if you read all the other languages it's used in, it means pretty much the same thing. Christianity or Christian, sorry, means follower of Christ, at least as far as I'm concerned. So as we read, I'm just going to flip some pages now if you hear them. Yes, guys, I am flipping pages so that I get things accurate. Like I said, another name that was used for Christians was Nazarenes. Nazarenes was sort of a Hebrew term that they were given, and it came after the fact that Christ came from Nazareth. So the leader came from Nazareth. They were called Nazarenes. I don't know why they called them that. Maybe they didn't want to call them Christians because of Christ. And you know, at that time, the Jews did not believe in Christ, that he was the Saint Messiah. And some even up to now still don't believe it. So they were called Nazarenes. And you find this usage of the word in Acts chapter 24, used by this guy, a Jewish lawyer called Tertullus. And he says that the Nazarenes, he uses that word. So yes, another word for Christians then was Nazarenes. Modern day usage. Now, writers say that there is a wide range of the use of the word Christian. A lot of people call themselves Christians. And like it says, the way the word is used these days, it, it doesn't have structure anymore. Because, I mean, guys, I'm not trying to hate on Donald Trump. But Donald Trump says he's Christian. Like the only time you've heard, well, at least for me, heard him saying he's Christian was on the campaign elections. And you know that during the a campaign for the elections, those politicians say a whole bunch of lies just to push their agendas. So I'm not going to judge if he's Christian, great for him, but there needs to be a definition. What does Christianity mean? And that's why I like the definition of Christ-likeness. The qualifier for you to be a Christian is not subjective. It is objective to who Christ is. If Christ was righteous, if Christ was, uh, if spoke words of righteousness and of peace and of love, then Christians need to have that same thing within them. And if anything is at variance with that, then you have no right to call yourself a Christian. But nowadays, people just call themselves a Christian. They party, they club, they hate, they persecute, but they still call themselves Christians. I mean, in this last day, if you see yourself persecuting any man, because of his rights of thought, then you cannot call yourself a Christian because nowhere in the Bible can you point where Christ persecuted man. So Christianity has to have a definition, people. And if we keep calling ourselves Christians just because the word sounds nice, there is a problem because anyone can claim it. And then the word over time will just mean nothing. Just like using the Lord's name in vain for, for everything, not respecting it, it will soon mean nothing. And I think we do Christianity a big disservice by just using Christian terms and beliefs without their true import. So that's what one writer says. He says that the writer's name is Timothy Beale. You guys can look him up. He says that there's just a wide range of the word Christianity. 
But a lady called Linda Woodhead agrees that if there's one thing that Christians are united in is the part in which Jesus plays in their lives. That's the main thing that uh, Christianity has in common. But otherwise, a lot of people call themselves Christians. Like, for example, Mormons, I believe, call themselves Christians. But the greater part of Christianity does not believe that Mormons are Christians. And these Christian science people, uh, that's another denomination. Uh, Modern-day Christianity, at least the bulk, do not believe they're Christians. So, like, if you notice in the world today, these denominations, we've got people who've got different rules or structures in their church that define if you're a follower of Christ. And and it really goes off sometimes. Uh, and, I, and, and I believe it's a problem. You know, the Lord speaks of one faith, one Lord, one baptism. And we're supposed to believe in the same thing in terms of what the Bible says. But now because we've got so many different beliefs, people want to say who's Christian or not. But like I said, the, the main definition should be who Christ is. So Christ-likeness should determine what Christianity is, what being a Christian is. So again, uh, Hebrew, like I said, uh, the term Nazarene, the exact word is Nazrim. Uh, oh, I don't know how to really pronounce uh, Hebrew, but yeah, that means Nazarenes. Another word that they use is in, in, Ara- in Arabic is the word Nazara, which again is Nazareth to sort of describe where Christ came from, their follower, where he comes from. And guys, look, if I'm getting some of these things wrong, please feel free to help me out here. But I'm just trying to give you guys something to go and research on by yourself. Also in the Arabic, there is a word called Masihi, which means followers of Christ. So that's the same thing I'm sort of getting throughout all these things, followers of Christ or pertaining to where Christ comes from. In Asian, in Asian terms, also like, for example, Persian Masihi, follower of Christ, is used. Um, there's another word called Tasag, which is uh, translated to Christian, which sort of, which is derived from the Taz, according to Wikipedia, meaning, meaning fear and respect. Where would they get that fear and respect? I don't know. All I know is in the Bible, in the book of Acts, Ananias and Sapphira sort of messed up and then God dealt with them there and there. They lost their lives, both of them. And the Bible says that the people were filled with fear and respect for them and no one joined this Christian faith because, yeah, they knew this stuff was real and it was serious. But can we say that about Christianity nowadays? I mean, some people think they can just walk in however and change things up not according to the word of God just because they feel they've got a right to it and I feel that Christianity has lost its fear and respect and that fear and respect has to be brought back and that fear and respect can only be brought back by true Christians by the way they love and the power in which they exhibit in their lives but that's a topic for another day now we're going to go to other languages in Chinese there's a word called pinyin or jit do too. Wow. That means Christ follow, Christ follower. So pinion or jidu too, if I'm saying it right, Christ follower. So again, we find that the word is used as Christ follower. Japanese, there's kuri kurisuchan. I love this language. I am so sad that I'm not even saying it right now. But kurisuchan, 
that means Christian in Japanese, and it also pretty means means the same thing, follower of Christ. But that's what they use in um, Japanese. In Korea, it's kidok kuyo do, which means Christian. So you can see in 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 languages, uh, like every language, more or less has word and a definition for the word Christian and I'm going to point out how that plays a part in 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 this whole Christianity Christian thing. Now in Russia there's some interesting facts. I want to read this statement that I found in Wikipedia about Christianity. Apparently Russia has some pretty deep Christian roots. Why it isn't the same now, I have no idea, but it says both terms what terms are these? Uh, I think one... Okay, look, I can't even read Russian. But it says both terms had strong Christian connotations. It is also interesting that in time, the term... Ish, you guys, I don't even know how to read Russian. Acquired... Well, they're talking about Christian. Acquired meaning peasants of Christian faith. The And latter, peasants. So it started peasants of Christian faith, then peasants... You can already see that the word evolved over time. Now, I'm going to go to this other writer guy, and I'm just going to talk briefly on what he says. He's like, should we call ourselves Christians? And his argument is we shouldn't because it's a worldly term that was given us. Now, this Richard Anthony is reading his things, and to be honest, he's been talking about stuff saying if you are of Christ's kingdom, you can't call yourself Christian because the world gave you that name. And if you're not of the world, then you can't be using worldly terms. And I'm like, how many worldly, so-called worldly terms do we use today? Like if we had to scrap that out, then shucks, we'd not be saying anything at all. He says we should call ourselves brethren and beloved and, you know, all those things. And I personally do not like using those terms because they feel weird. But that's just me, hey. So he has other points of reference, which I, 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 some of them I agree with them. Like one, for example, he quotes this guy called Tacitus. And he says, when speaking of the Christians persecuted by Nero, a remarkable vulgus Christianos appellabat, the vulgar called them Christians. So his point here, he was saying that there was a time. In fact, where Christianity or the word Christian, sorry, let me stick to Christian. The word Christian was used as a vulgar term to sort of put in derision Christians. Do I believe this? Yes, it, it sort of does make sense because even if you look at today, how many people can stand up and call themselves Christians and still feel good? good about it. The world still teases us Christians. Um, Being a Christian is not the coolest thing in the world today. So I do agree that it does come from that part, especially the fact that the name was given in Antioch, which was a Gentile sort of heathen place. But um, whether that is true, it's, 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 it's research, guys. It's research. But yes, it does make sense because, I mean, these historians are writing it. Let me continue. It says, Epiphanius, shucks, man, these words, Epiphanius says that they were called Jesseans, either from Jesse, the father of David, or which is more probable from the name of Jesus, whose disciples they were. They were denominated Christians, A.D. 42 and 43, and though the name was first given reproachfully, they glorified in it as expressing their adherence to Christ 
and they soon generally accepted it. This is Richard Watson, Watson Bible Dictionary, 1832, page 233. Now, I want to say something first of all. Um, I'm already on 24 minutes. Uh, I might push this a bit, but I'm almost done like with the research part of things. And another thing, it seems like it's going to rain. So if you do hear some thunder, please forgive me. I'm going to try and put noise reduction on these things, but just bear with me. So that's what he says. He quotes another thing and is like, the name Christian occurs but three times in the New Testament and is never used by Christians of themselves, only as spoken by or coming from those without the church. The general names by which the early Christians Christians call themselves were brethren, disciples, believers, and saints. The presumption is that the name Christian was originated by the heathen, and this was written by Thomas W. Doan, Bible Myths, 1882, page 56, note 3. Another quote, and this one is from the Emperor Adrian to Savinius, written in AD 134. It says, Egypt, which you commanded me, my dearest Savianus, well, I have found to be wholly fickle and inconsistent and continuously wafted about every breath of fame. The worshippers of Serapis here are called Christians. So they were called Christians if Serapis, I'm, I'm, I believe, was God and the worshippers of Serapis were Christians. And those who are devoted to the God Serapis, I find, call themselves bishops of Christ. So they call themselves bishops. So there is history where people call themselves bishops of Christ instead of Christians. So as you as you see, he's giving these uh, compelling statements about what um, Christians were called then. He also says you will never read in any of the New Testament writers using the term Christians to describe themselves. And then he he points out that uh, verse in First Peter four verse six, and is like when they said as a Christian, it does not mean you are. As does not mean Christian. It just means like. The word as is another word for like. So he uses that argument, and I sort of understand where he's coming from. But the 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 end of at the end of the day, he says some statement that got me thinking. He says, in scripture, the name refers to one's character. So Christianity refers to one's character. And that's what I believe in today. Christianity has to do with character. Now, what am I saying with all this stuff? Let me, let me, let me round it up a bit. The word Christianity started somewhere. It started way before any of us was probably born. And it's evolved over the times. Just like the word gay, it started being known as something happy and jovial. And now gay means homosexual. So... It's evolved over the times, but its main point was whether it was a, a tease or a jest towards Christians, it was generally accepted. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think that's up to you to decide, but it was generally accepted to mean a follower of Christ, someone who's trying to live a life that is Christ-like. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you heard that car that passed. But anyway someone who's trying to live a life that is Christ-like. And that's what I believe Christianity means, trying to live a Christ-like life. And if it means anything else to you, that's up to you to decide. I don't think it's up to us to decide for people what Christianity means for them because that ruins the whole freedom of expression and thought. But Christianity should mean one thing. It comes from Christ his name, his legacy, and that means for those who are wanting to continue his legacy are called Christians. Are you doing that today? 
I do not know. You can answer that for yourself. So that's the history of Christianity. There's, I'm sure, a lot more about it, but you can research on that by yourself. So now I am going to tell you how I became a Christian. Now, the Bible says, when it's describing Christianity, that it's like a wind. It does not, you do not see where it's coming from or where it's going, but you can hear it and you can see its effects. And that's what Christianity has been to me. Christianity has been like this thing. I do not know where it came from. I do not know where it's going, but I can see what it's doing in my life because I was once one person and now I am a different person. And I can feel that the changes that are happening within me are definitely not within my power. They definitely come from a higher power, and that is God, I believe. I started, I believe like I was privileged to grow up in a somewhat Christian home. We weren't really into denominations, but we did pray and we did do Bible studies. So here I was, I was born and I grew up in a extended, very mixed family. So it's my aunties, my uncles, my cousins, all of us are just living in one space. And my granny was the very spiritual one. And she would take us into a room every day in the evening and we'd do worship, sing songs and pray. And we were kids. We we didn't fully understand it, that the true nature of what was going on. But you know how the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go and they will never depart from it. I feel that's my life because I was taught that so much that it's in my head. I was taught to pray at a young age. I was taught to read my Bible at a young age. I had a loving mother who would teach me all these things. And now Christianity for me is something real. But, you know, it's easy to be taught stuff and then it just becomes something theoretical. For me, it wasn't like that. I actually learned to experience God at a young age. I think it's actually now that I've grown up that my Christianity has become more theoretical and less emotional based on my relationship with Christ. But anyway... I'm, I'm learning to go back to those days. I feel Christianity is experience. And if it's not an experience and it's just something you are taught and something that you are learned, it's a problem. You are not taught Christianity. Christianity should be a calling. And the calling can only come from God. I don't think you can go, hey, God, hey, I'm signing up to be a Christian. In a way, look, in a way you can, but God would have to call you. You have to put it in your heart for you to actually want to sign up. So, that's what Christianity means for me. From the time I was a child, it was about my relationship with God. It was about how I am living a Christ-like life. When I beat myself about uh, when I'm messing up in terms of Christianity, it's never about the theoretical side. It's about why am I not living like Christ? I read the New Testament and I'm like, Christ did this, Christ did that, he spoke like this. But why am I not speaking in the same ways? Why can I not have the same grace and the same patience and the same love and the care that Christ has? Christianity for me is about showing the world who Christ is. And how do I defend this? Christ says he came to not to destroy or to judge, but he came to sh fulfill the law. He came to fulfill what the word of God says. He says in other parts of the, the, the Bible that Christ, God, was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. I mean, that's powerful. God, the one everybody's scared about, the thunder and fire God, you know, he actually came in the form of Christ 
sent his son for us and put his character and his being in his son so that we might see who he really is. What we saw about Christ in the Bible, that love and that peace, that is who God is. And he came uh, Christ came on behalf of God, and I mean the Godhead, it's it's hard to explain now, but the Godhead works in Trinity in three. So when Christ comes, it's God and it's the Holy Spirit coming. They work together. So Christ coming was God reconciling the world unto himself, the big head, reconciling the world unto himself, saying, guys, I love you and I want to save you. Please believe in my son. I'm not here to judge you. The time for judgment will come, but I am here to tell you guys to repent and to change. And that's what Christianity has been like for me. My life has not always been the same. Yes, I've always prayed to some extent and believed in Christ, but my life has been quite a train wreck. I used to club, I used to party, and I was never really a bad boy per se. A lot of the times it was peer pressure and it was, like I come from a crazy family, but it was always me doing things for myself and loving things for myself. But, you know, when I really understood who Christ was, it, it, it showed me that there's a higher level that I had to reach. You know, I was at one level. I was still praying. I'd go to club, ask for protection, and I was thinking, oh, that's okay. But when I came into contact with something even higher, it forced me to think, am I being a true Christian? And then that's where I went to read the Bible deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So for me, guys, Christianity is Christ-likeness. Whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're claiming yourself to be a Christian, then there has to be some sort of Christ-likeness in you. So that's it for me. Whether, you know, I mean, there's a lot of theology about Christianity, whether we should use it or not. I choose to use it because I feel that it links me to Christ and it gives me a responsibility to be like Christ. And that's my story. So to conclude, guys, Christianity has some deep history. I feel like as a Christian, it is up to you to understand where it came from and know how to argue out why you call yourself a Christian. That's one. Two, I believe at the end of the day, the world has accepted Christianity in two ways. One, as people who follow Christ. Anything that is holy, anything that is righteous, peaceful, that is all put into this whole big umbrella called Christianity. And then the other thing is that it's not the best thing to call yourself in a world today. You call yourself a Christian and you tempt people to ridicule you or to call you a whole bunch of names. But we never live for the world but for Christ. And if you look at what Christ went through, this is now to all the Christians and non-Christians alike. When Christ came, we may deny in this world that Christ was a God when he came, like Christ was God. But if there's something we cannot deny is he, the historic account of his life, not only in the Bible, but by written by other men, historians. And people agree that Christ was a holy man. He he did good. He, he did amazing things that would change the world today. So if we are attributed to Christianity, then it means our characters have to be the same. But I believe that he is God. Christ was, for me, the most amazing person, and he still is. Like, with my flaws and all, Christ has been amazing. And just treating people with love and patience and respect, for me, that's what Christianity is all about. And hoping for this glory of a heavenly 
kingdom because this world is messed up and it's getting worse. And I mean, if you're content, the Bible says, what does what do you gain if you gain the whole world and yet you lose your soul? The world today is all about gaining as much as you they can in a world that's already unfair and messed up. I'd rather believe in a world that exists, that is great, that is better, where everybody's equal and die believing that. If I die and it doesn't exist, I don't lose anything. But imagine if you die and you've been accumulating this world's reaches only to find out that there is this beautiful afterlife, this life in which Christ will come and he'll resurrect, resurrect all his dead and bring all those who are alive into one glorious kingdom. And you realize that, hey, I gained the world, but I have not gained Christ. It's a problem. So I'm not saying Christianity is a risk to me because I believe it already. But I'm saying if you are not a Christian and you, I mean, the best risk to take is rather hope for what's coming next because this world is pretty much going to the dogs if you can say. So yes, everybody, that is what I have for you today. Christianity. When I started this podcast, Keeping Up With Christianity, it was meant to bring Christianity to the world in the way in which it really is, at least according to my experience. So I thought with the first episode, it's only right for me to describe what Christianity is, what the word Christian is. And what I think it is, it's living a Christ-like life according not to man, but according to the Bible. I'm your host, Alrin Lovu, and I hope that you guys enjoyed this. See you guys on the next episode. Peace.